Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Call your brother. Well, you'd be wrong. We don't need to hear you, Jake. He's an idiot. It does taste like a sock. <laughs> that was fantastic. Hello, welcome back to the Brotherhood. Batman, I am Ben, your sunshine into Gotham, and the baby brother. Stop laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jake, I'm the middle brother. I'm the one that comes up with the crazy list of comics that we read through each week. And I'm Aaron, I'm the oldest out of us that produce this mess. Thanks for tuning back in to the Brotherhood of Batman podcast. A uh, podcast of three brothers who read Batman books, talk about Batman movies and Bat news and all that fun stuff. Uh, I'm going last this week because I uh, asked my brothers to come up with a beverage. And my directions, I believe, were to come up with a beverage that you normally would make but change something slightly. So do either of you guys do that? Um, I'm drinking coffee this morning, and during quarantine, I've actually become a coffee drinker, but today I put Kahlua in it, so there you go. Nice, nice. Jake, how about you? (laughs) Um, When you accidentally do the assignment. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, Mine is a uh, non-alcoholic beverage. I am drinking uh, cream soda, because if I'm drinking (laughs) non-alcoholic beverages, it's usually sparkling water, so I decided to go with something a little bit different. Excellent, excellent. And I have a a take on like a Jack and Coke, but it is uh, vanilla whiskey with some uh, Pepsi Max. Uh, so I kind of shifted that a little bit. And so the beverage this time was, is it even better than the real thing? Uh, so <laughs> talking this week about John Paul valley taking over the mantle of batman is it better than the real thing uh so oh, let's my god <laughs> you, you don't like my theme there ben <laughs> no i do i'm just <laughs> oh my godding at uh john paul valley <laughs> <laughs> yes so uh we read uh batman 498 uh dc 665 and batman 499 this week so uh, before we get into like our, our recap, uh, what's been going on in your uh, geeky little lives? Stop talking about comic books or what do you think you're doing, you. nerd? Stop spending get those words! Geek. I'm the Batman of geeks, bitch. What was that? <laughs> I think he was singing the Week and Geek intro. Oh, oh. I was beautifully <laughs> serenading you with the Week and Geek intro. Uh, I'll go oh, first. Oh, God. Uh, I've been reading um, a fantasy novel series called The Dwarves. 
I don't know, we've talked about D&D a little bit on this podcast, but uh, I all of my D&D characters I've ever played have been dwarfs. And I, I like that fantasy race a lot. Nice. Like the characterization in like Lord of the Rings of Gimli and all the rest of them from like The Hobbit. And so I just finished the first novel uh, in the series. It's called The Dwarves. Uh, it's by Marcus Heights. Uh, it's um, pretty good. It's it's about a band of dwarves and magicians. And, uh, you know, it's kind of nice to see that fantasy race as the central characters of a story right. where they're always kind of supporting <laughs> characters. So, uh, right. a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm uh, in the second well, one. Now, fun. So. How many... How many are in the series? There are five books in the series. Have you have you claimed all of them so you're ready? I do have them all. Um, I got turned on to a website uh, from a local used bookstore that uh, is like a shared uh, used right. bookstore website that uh, I think I got all five uh, oversized paperbacks for like $8 from this place. Oh, nice. Hey. And yeah, it, it, all the money goes directly into the um, site, uh, the, the stores themselves, right? Like it's like a just a community where they can post what they their extra inventory and stuff like that. So it's not like you're oh, very from cool. Amazon. So. Cool, nice. It looks so, like the whole thing some... is called the Brotherhood of Dwarves. Is that right? No, no, it's just called the Dwarves. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's clever, uh, Aaron. Clever. Yeah. I, I just was looking up on Amazon. It looks like the omnibus, if I'm reading this right. Uh, wait, maybe not. Maybe I picked the wrong person. Yeah. Hang on. Marcus Heights. Oh, never mind. Is there, there, is, there, is a, there is a Brotherhood of Dwarves omnibus, the complete series by D.A. Adams. That, that must be somebody different. Yeah. Well, he needs to read that next. Yeah. I'll have to, <laughs> I'll have to find that one. Yep. <laughs> nice. So that's, that's actually really strange, Jake, because that's really similar to mine. Um, I was going to talk about how... What's with you doing dwarves? <laughs> no, not dwarves. Not dwarves. <laughs> Fantasy novels. So oh. Josh and I are have like run out of things to watch. And if you can believe it, I've played all of my Final Fantasy games. And so, <laughs> so quarantine has gone too long where we now are reading. So Josh actually, for the first time ever, is reading all of the Lord of the Rings books. Oh, nice. Um... Yeah, so he read The Hobbit, and he's like halfway through the first Lord of the Rings book, um, and he's in, he's enjoying those. But I'm getting I'm getting updates on how different they are from the movies every night. Oh yeah, and I'm yeah. like, babe, I don't care. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's been fun. And I've been reading um, a gay Harry Potter slash Twilight esque book uh, that I'm sure you're both of your wives would enjoy. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's called Carry On. I own it. If you, we want to pass it around with the comic books, um, they are welcome <laughs> to borrow it. It's young nice. adult. I bought it drunkenly at an airport like three years ago, but <laughs> three years ago I didn't have time to read things because I had a life, and now that quarantine That's is going on forever. So I really enjoyed it, and it, it uh, got really good, and then I find out that there's sequels. So one of the sequels is in the mail and should be showing up this week. So, is that Rainbow so, Rowell? Yes. Has Kelly already read it? No, I'm just like uh, I'm. I'm not, I have Amazon pulled up as you guys are telling me to, just to look at. <laughs> I think gay, gay Harry Potter vampires. <laughs> no, I just I can carry on book. Oh, carry on. Yes, yes, it's Rainbow Rowell. 
so. Diamond Snow series. Mm-hmm. It's uh, right. it's about a wizarding school and and uh, the chosen one, and yeah, he falls in love right. with a vampire. Spoiler alert! So. <laughs> Two, it's two very different kinds of books, but both kind of in the fantasy. Yeah, but cool. fantasy novels. <laughs> yeah, Josh is Josh is you saying the dwarves and the the Lord of the Rings reference is what triggered me with it because that's what Josh is doing. So. That'd be awesome if there were dwarves in there. Yeah, well, um, uh, there might be in the sequels. I haven't read them yet. <laughs> tell Josh when he's done reading that I am fully prepared to do a twenty-two hour sit down of the extended Lord of the Rings movies. So. Oh God! Who wouldn't be? You two that, can do that. <laughs> does, that in, does that include all the Hobbit movies too? No, pass. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Uh, well, my week in geek. Connor had his uh, birthday a little while ago, and we did a mystery themed kind of visits to everybody. And I appreciate you guys per, uh, playing along. And I think he had a lot of fun. Um, it was. A lot he had of a lot of ciphers and puzzles to decode and. He had to play Ben and Josh and uh, guess who in the park. And uh, then he had to uh, basically solve the murder mystery in Jake's backyard. And I think they, they had a lot of fun with it. And so we, we spent the day wandering around and he's got some, he got like this book safe. It looks like a dictionary for mom and dad. And he didn't realize what it was. And so he's like trying to be all polite and thanking him for this dictionary. And then he opened <laughs> it up and realized it was like a hidden book safe. So that was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, lame so, grandma and grandpa. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then he got like, we got him a, a Da Vinci cipher, like where it's like spells out a word. Uh, that he can hide stuff in, so he had a lot of fun with all of those. So it was a it was a good time. Right, writing all the the geeky uh, birthday mysteries has been fun, but it gets uh, very tedious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys have gotten very creative with that. Hopefully, yeah. the world's back to normal next year enough totally. that you don't totally have to nice. come up with two more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Well, I want to know what you're going to do for my birthday that's coming up. I want a special <laughs> mystery birthday. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we'll have to come up with something. <laughs> Batman? Detective Batman? Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yours is soon, Jake. Ugh, birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, anyway, uh, we want to get into the uh, stories we read today? Yeah, yeah, let's talk about these uh, three right. issues. So before... Before you do your recap, Aaron, I would just like to say that this was the most confusing for me to try to figure out what we were actually <laughs> reading. Because every um, time I asked you to, you would give me the numbers of the books. I'm like, <laughs> thank you, but that's literally not in the trade. Like, when you're reading the trade, it doesn't tell you what issues. And in the front, where it lists oh. all the issues... They're not in order that they're in the trade. It'll list all of the Batman and then all of oh, the that's not helpful. And then all of the No, so I literally was like figuring it out as I went and I Cuz mine has of my game cuz I read them a month ago in a hammock <laughs> outside and now I'm like what the hell was I reading? <laughs> well, that's all right. Uh, it's going to get worse cuz this is the first time that we're actually jumping around inside the Nightfall or Night's Quest storyline. Yeah. So, not well, jumping if around. You borrow mine. Yeah, mine are in order and they have uh, not I had to skip around a little bit, but they have the cover of the issue so you can tell what issues there are. 
Oh, see, that alone would be the only thing I would need. Because I was just like, well, stop telling me the number issue. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I needed like a picture of the first page or like the first panel, but I figured it out. I read the correct thing. So you can do your recap now. I just needed to complain at Jake. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we read uh, Batman 498 DC uh, Detective Comics 665 and then Batman 499. And we're calling this our Nightfall Part 5. So we have Batman or Bruce Wayne. I guess it's not Batman anymore. He's gone. Uh, wakes up and he's saying that it's over and Gotham is, is Bane's. And then we have Bane kind of fronting with his street cred that he is now the beast and the best and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and we have... Uh, Bane wanting to meet up with Catwoman in here, trying to get her to work for him. And then we have Tim Drake, who is losing all resemblance of control over anybody <laughs> and is freaking out throughout these issues. While John Paul Valley uh, attempts to claim the mantle of Batman for himself. Yeah. Uh, we have Dr. Chandra uh, is that King Salving? Is that her last name? King Salving? Yes. Yeah, I think so. She is involved in this, and we also have Tim's dad and Alfred uh, kind of involved here as well. And nice. we'll just kind of go from there. <laughs> Wonderful, Aaron. And I, I, think, I think how you did that is how we should kind of go through it, character by character. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to start. I know that I've been obsessed with Tim this entire podcast almost where it's like a joke but I really <laughs> reading these three issues really was reading it as if it was his book as if he's the mm. main character okay. because he's the one who is trying to keep it all together he mm -hmm. has action happening he has ups and downs and struggles and I really feel like you can read this like a Robin book with yeah. Bruce and John Paul being side characters slash I can uh, see that. antagonists. Yeah. Um, so I really, really enjoyed Tim in here and was happy because I knew he was a part of Nightfall, but I didn't realize how prominent he was and how you could mm -hmm. really watch him like losing control and like <laughs> feeling helpless. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, you know, <sighs> 50% of the Batman and Robin duo is now out of commission, right? And so Robin is floundering, trying to figure out what he can do, one, to help Bruce, who's laying on a stretcher, you know, not only physically broken, but like his resolve and his um, his gusto is just completely gone, right? He He's, he's given up on everything. Well... I, I started laughing, Jake, as Batman, as Bruce Wayne is laying there mumbling and Tim's crying and it cuts back and forth to Bane just showing the city crumbling and, and Batman feeling, or Bruce Wayne feeling so sorry for himself. I just started laughing. I was like, you moron, you brought this all on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Aaron has Meanwhile, zero Meanwhile, Nightwing is in, oh yeah, Aaron's, Aaron's laughing. I'm like, this is so upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> He's lost and Nightwing is like in space. <laughs> Nightwing's off with the Teen Titans, and we didn't see his ass. 
Oh, right. God. <laughs> and, well, and, and Groot goes, you know, they get him back up to Wade Manor, and they're carrying this giant stretcher to get him up there. And they, he's just like, turn off the lights, leave me in the dark. <laughs> I lost it at that point. <laughs> like, yep, just close the door on his dumb ass, leave him in there. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, yeah, still talking about Tim. I love how he and Alfred have to immediately like they're not going to take that Bruce Wayne to the hospital, right? Like there's too right. too many eyes, too much connection. That you know, okay, well Bruce Wayne's going to show up with a broken back, and Batman was just tossed haphazardly into the street. Like somebody might draw that connection there, so they're going to treat him themselves or find somebody that can, and so. Tim and Alfred have to cover up what happened, and so they're like, "Let's just push a car off a cliff and say he fell out." Like, that's that's their the only thing that they can come up with is uh, to, you know, blame they it on sledgehammers. Yeah, sledgehammers they, they destroyed the car. I know. <laughs> After taking oh. sledgehammers to it, they're like, uh, "Let's also push it off a cliff." That's a good idea. <laughs> I felt sorrier for the Porsche than I did Bruce. I just want to be like going right. ar- going around that bend in the the hills of Gotham and see this butler and Robin pushing this mangled car down the street because <laughs> they beat it the shit before they left the cave, so you know it wasn't running by the time they got to the cliff. So <laughs> right, totally. I would keep driving. I'd be like, yeah, it's Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> nothing to see here nothing to see uh, a couple things about tim and the skipping around order that we're doing so we ended up skipping over showcase 92 number seven and eight i think it is or no case no, mm-hmm. sorry, no case story yeah it's a it's a flashback story and it's bookend uh, it has bookends of tim talking over like so bruce has not woken up yet he's still in recovery from the medicine right. that they gave him to try to help with his back. And it's Tim mm. considering uh, a failure that he thought he had in trying to stop Two-Face during all of this stuff. So it kind of gives us mm. what was happening with Two-Face after the breakout. And um, it just, it one, I skipped it because it felt kind of like a weird place for that story. And two, it's mm-hmm. a flashback and it doesn't really evolve the characters because there's nothing in the current timeline other than the beginning and the end where Tim is, oh, I failed him again, just like that time that I couldn't stop Two-Face. And then at the end, Bruce wakes up and goes, no, Tim, you did the best you could. It's okay. And I'm awake and alive. Yeah. So, yay. I would like to applaud you, Jake, for having the self-control to cut that because I know yeah. you love Two-Face and you make bad choices. So I was very impressed <laughs> that you <laughs> that you made the correct choice there. Um, also, I was not a fan of the art of those books because I flipped through them and I'm like, God, I'm sorry we don't have to read this. I know that you know they're trying to tie in everything that it was Batman-related. And so you know, DC Showcase was a an anthology title that, you know, wasn't just Batman and his characters related. Although right now in the nineties, mm-hmm. Batman's the hottest thing. So usually like two of the four stories were Batman characters, but right. they, yeah. they decided to bring that into the nightfall crossover after his back had been broken. And then they gave it to a Tim story and to show a Tim failure right after a bat, the Batman's biggest failure of not being able to beat mm-hmm. Bane. I thought it was just uh, a little misplaced because Tim has 
during all of this been reaching out and trying to do the right thing and he's been trying to protect uh-huh. not only Gotham but Bruce at the same time and then to show him flubbering and not being able to be on the same level as you'd want your Robin to be I I don't know right it, it was it was uh something that I perused but I even couldn't get into reading it all the way through so so do we want to reveal like what happens to the Tim at the end here, or are we just kind of we're going to kind of do character by character, right? You said, sure, yeah. I so don't know. I just I just thought the way you uh, recapped it, out. yeah, no, no, no. no. If you just go through these characters, yeah, yeah. I think Tim, you can definitely see Tim's frustration throughout here when John Paul is uh, maybe not listening to him as much as he should or could uh, when Tim is making suggestions, and we have. Uh, I, I really liked the end of these issues with uh, Tim going home and like it's quiet in his house and he doesn't realize that what went down at his parent his dad's house when he was out doing things with John Paul and mm-hmm. he doesn't realize that his dad was kidnapped and missing until he goes up there to like say goodnight or to check on him and this is like two three days later almost when Alfred yeah. is left him a note saying that he and Bruce left to go try to figure things out and to go do what they're doing. And he doesn't realize that his dad was gone. So I thought that was really kind of good because he had gone to bed when dad was missing and hadn't checked on him like the night before. So I thought that was kind of a really cool way to like show that Tim is so focused on trying to do the right thing and trying to get John Paul on the path to be Batman for the time. And he's so focused on all that and the the relationship with Bane and everything going on that he doesn't realize, you know, that his dad's missing and how much uh, that connection is isn't there right now. Yeah, his focus is definitely on something else, and he's missing his father being kidnapped. (laughs) I mean, that's a pretty big, pretty big moment to be absent for. Well, with with Bruce being out of it, Tim having to step up, he almost like gets that character trait of Bruce's where nothing else matters but right. the fight of crime. Exactly. And we've seen all the development with Ken, how he does have a life, and so it's interesting to see the rest of his life kind of slipping away in these moments. Yeah, so that, that you know, you brought that up then, like that character trait of Bruce uh, focusing, and you know, that kind of leads into John Paul and, you know, how he overtakes like with Batman, but it got me thinking, and I made a note in here, I asked, is the Batsuit and the Batman mystique, is it created from some gallows? Does it possess them? Is it like <laughs> the construct of uh, the ventriloquist and Scarface that it just overtakes the personality? <laughs> I, I mean, I definitely think that's uh, something that they're going to analyze with that character. Maybe not, you know, the physical costume itself, but the the mantle of the bat, like wearing that idea and that symbol, like the weight that's been on Bruce's shoulders for the last two decades or whatever he's been Batman at this point mm-hmm. in time, like anybody else to accept that it, they're, they're going to, they're going to have a lot of challenges trying to shoulder that weight. Um, and what it's going to mm-hmm. do to their psyche is, is going to definitely, it's going to be examined as we go forward for sure. Like, and we see that here first with Jean Paul Valley. Um, I mean, he's asked by Tim, and Bruce, uh, you know, Tim asked Bruce, like, what do I do? Like, the city's falling apart because Batman was shown to have been beaten. Like, Bane, Bane showed Gotham that he won. 
and now mm -hmm. the whole city is going to hell and how do i fix this the, the best idea is to just give the mantle of the batman to an insane guy that's possessed and has like systematic <laughs> implanting in his brain and is capable of just destroying people without a second thought that's a great plan i think give so. him the suit <laughs> Their, their interaction with Jean-Paul leading up to this wasn't, like, hunky-dory. Like, Batman's first interaction with him was him being out of control. So yeah. I would like to say, once again, <laughs> that this is some sexist bullcrap, and he'd rather have Batman running around than, oh, I don't know, call the Huntress. Call mm -hmm. Dick back. Shut up, Aaron. How <laughs> like, about the I, think you, need to, I point, think you need to save all your sexist comments for next week's book then, because oh, I think there's going to be a lot of them. <laughs> I'm prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week. But, um, yeah, Jean-Paul, so I knew that he went bonkers bananas, but I feel like it happened pretty quickly, which annoyed the shit out of me, not because I wanted it to be dragged out any longer, God knows. But because I'm like, this is just further proof of the bad decision-making that Bruce is making. <laughs> um, because Jean-Paul was never with it. So no. it didn't take that much for him to get out of it. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, it is kind of a, like looking back on the whole thing. And I don't know, like, I can't put myself back in, you know, 1992, 1993 to be reading these as they came out to be like, oh, man, I really hope that jpv ends up you know being able to help out and i hope he becomes the new batman that would be awesome um but like no, he's barely in it. <laughs> looking back on it I'm like i'm like batman what are you what are you doing this guy is he is one step away from being one of your villains and i know that's what you're trying to All prevent right. but like <laughs> you you just make make him another robin that can die or you know let him to be somebody else like <laughs> don't let him be well, batman Oh, no, I'm going to do an aside here. Uh, last night I was outside and my uh, neighbor had a Robin shirt on. And I was like, oh, yeah? is that the Tim? Is, I said, is that the Tim Drake Robin? And then I immediately realized what I'd said and I hated myself. <laughs> and then we got, and then we got into a conversation that his favorite Robin was Jason. And I was like, yeah, what? <laughs> so anyway, just to, well, how old is your, how old is your neighbor? Because decided that the favorite Robin is always the one that you are introduced to. So that could he, be fun. He's probably closer to my age. Yeah. So maybe yeah, two years that would older be, than me. That would be yeah. Jason. So. Yeah. So there you go. So, I mean, we've talked about how immediate that it was a switchover. And it, it I mean, it is. It's the moment that uh, Jean-Paul takes the costume and decides, okay, well, I am going to pretend to be Batman. That's when it just it goes to shit and it go and I, Ben, you right. said that it happened really fast. Like, I think we've seen some, we've seen some faults in the character since he's been introduced, but we've seen him trying to be the best version of himself. And then as soon as he's given the costume, he's like, I'm going to be better than the original Batman. I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to take it to the point that he wasn't able to. And that's why he failed. And he's already analyzing himself and his role that way and it gets him into trouble right off the bat like their first you know their first time out as the new batman and robin he uh -huh. he beats a criminal like an inch from his life and like tosses another guy over a railing and doesn't try to catch him like he's a complete loose cannon yeah. 
Tim almost gets hurt because Jean Paul isn't paying attention and he's like, You're he's a little kid. unstable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, he actually tells Tim, like Robin, super early that he's like, You know what? I'm Batman. You're Robin. So you have to listen to me. And he's like, Bruce gave it to me. He didn't give it to you. And he's like, Dude, Robin's still been doing it like longer than you have. <laughs> he trained <laughs> you. Like. <laughs> I did like that they do address, um, Tim asks Bruce, like, when they're like, okay, well, we need Batman to show up and show the, you know, the petty thieves of Gotham that, you know, it, the, the city's still protected, right? Like, they're right. they're going off the rails now that they think that it's, you know, free for all, and we need something, somebody to show up, and Tim's like, well, do you want me to call Nightwing? Like, I can get on the phone, the phone's right there, and I got his little pager number. And call Nightwing. <laughs> call Nightwing. He has proper training. He has experience. He literally is leading a team of superheroes. And like, he has a badass mullet. Yeah. And a mullet? Like, call his mullet ass. Get him on the phone. <laughs> At this point in in Dick Grayson's life, he's been superheroing longer than Bruce Wayne superhero. Like, right? Like, almost right. that amount of time. And yeah, it's like it is so obvious that this is not the right decision that they're making. Um, but yeah. you know, Bruce's well, reason to... is no. You know, Dick is his own man now. He's got his own responsibilities. We can't bother him with right. this. And um, right, the responsibility should be to Gotham. <laughs> but I think it's more of a pride thing, right? Like they did not leave on good terms. Bruce doesn't want to ask Dick Grayson for his help anymore. He, he's, no. he's too prideful. Like, he'll give it to a stranger who kills dogs. Like, <laughs> well, and and I think that goes to what I was going to say is that uh, that or Bruce tells John Paul that the cave is yours, and John Paul kind of under his breath goes, "And everything in it, like <laughs> taking over, like, it's all mine." mine not his so yeah he's totally like not not a stable person no and i mean he immediately Um, like one of his first actions after nearly beating a guy to death is to like intensify the bat costume he's like no 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 no. this didn't work for the last 15 years you have not been scaring them enough and so he makes some like add some claws yeah some hardcore 90s armor claws to his gauntlets and uh Okay. Freddy Krueger. So... I love how he tried to find Harold, and Harold's like, I'm the fuck out of this bitch. I ain't <laughs> yeah. hanging around. Harold's <laughs> the only one that's guys like. Harold went back to the clock tower. <laughs> yeah. This guy's bananas. I'm out of here. Like, why is Harold the only one that sees it? I want to talk about the claws. To me, the claws literally looked like an excuse to sell more action figures. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> You can get Batman, or you can get Claw Batman. <laughs> it's gonna get now better with action. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> but I mean, this is definitely. I mean, even that claw, even that that move and change of the costume is. We talked early, early on about what Denny O'Neill, the uh, editor in chief of Batman stuff, was after with these stories. Is you know. He, Fans have been saying that Batman and Superman were outdated, that they were no longer relevant, that, you know, this new age of the 90s comics, the image, the the Marvel, the, right. you know, Cable and Deadpool, everybody that was showing up, these hardcore characters, 
that you know your your blue boy scout and the the goofy 66 batman who had you know shown up and gotten better in the nine or in the 80s but still was outdated and so they're like okay well you want a hardcore batman we're gonna give you a hardcore batman and, and see how you like it and you know it it's uh-huh. it's in your face like this is what you guys want this is what you want like take it and and it's yeah it's, it's uncomfortable <laughs> right like and i think it's on purpose that you're like i either there's going to be fans who are going to love it and cry for more or the fans that are going to hate it are going to see that, you know, they shouldn't have asked, you know, be careful what you ask for. Yeah. But luckily there's a hundred bat titles. So if you don't like Batman, you can just right. read Robin. Or you just wait for them to reboot everything again and it'll be all good. Well, and during right. all this, Five we years. haven't lost our original Batman. He's just laying in a bed feeling sorry <laughs> for himself. In the dark, <laughs> crying. Getting worse and worse and worse. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it um, a lot in the next episode. But right. um, my little comment about you can read something else. This really is the time where they're like, Bruce is down. So all the characters are going to get their own comics. Right. I'm excited to discuss that soon. I don't think there's a lot to talk about about Bane in these issues. I think Bane is really just kind of, he's, kind of trying to front that he's got his street cred now he's taking over that i mm-hmm. you know who i am you know what i've done um and it, it kind of goes back and forth to him and his goons like trying to consolidate control over the mob yeah. the gangs of the city so that's really i think mainly him just kind of consolidating his power and stuff in these well, it's a lot of him. So I don't think like it's a lot of scenes of him sitting in a room being like, "I have control of Gotham now, so let's do this and this and this." And I, although it's not super action based, and you don't see a lot of his his movements. I mean, there are some scenes like early on that that happens, right. but I do like how in almost every issue we're getting reminded that like the status quo in Gotham has changed. Like Bane didn't just, uh-huh. it, it wasn't doomsday where doomsday killed Superman and then got shot into space and was gone for a while. You know, they didn't know what to do with him anymore. Bane broke Batman and he did succeed in taking over Gotham and he's sitting there running Gotham yeah. and they're making sure that we don't forget that, you know, he, he didn't just beat the hero. he, succeeded in his plan of taking over and and now his sights are even broader than gotham and you know that that yeah yeah. it's the first time we really see that first time we get to see what does the villain do when they get what they want like you you Uh never see that part of it yeah yeah. he has to try to hold on to it can we move on to dr chandra yeah (laughs) so So i can we talk about her last name real quick Kinsolving. So her her last name is Kinsolving, which you know, like Kin is German for family, right? So it's like family fixing is her last name. So she a li- little on the nose there. Is, I, every time I read, it, I'm like, oh, you're going to fix everybody. Great, yeah. And she's a therapist. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So she's she's brought in. She's told uh, about the car accident and all this stuff, and her and Bruce are getting more flirty. And uh, he's feeling better. And just like Vicky Vale, what, two months ago, he's like, maybe I can give it all up for Chandra. I'm like, bitch, you're on your back. You've given it all up by losing. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do enjoy her, though. And I, I'm, 
I'm happy to see, I'm always happy to see a female character that has good traits and isn't right. just there for one reason. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, and I like that but she her... was uh, when so they call her in to help with Bruce, like the personalized care, because they're not going to take him to a hospital. And they mm-hmm. give her the whole story about the Porsche going over the cliff and ejecting right. Bruce. <laughs> and she immediately, you know, she immediately goes to help him and start taking care of him and all that. But once he's out of that danger range, she she calls her bullshit. She's like, guys, I know you're lying to me. This isn't what happened. You know, I'm actually more intrigued by it being a secret, but, uh, you know, don't think I'm an idiot. And I, I like that she calls Tim and Alfred out on that. Right. Well, and I think that's good that, you know, they they said, you know, she said I uh, she said something about the part that since you're keeping it a secret, you haven't given up on what what you're doing. And so I thought that mm. was kind of telling that Bruce hasn't given up the mantle totally. Uh, of Batman that he, if he did, he would just come out and be like, you know, I need to go to the hospital, dude. This is who I am, you know, but he hasn't. And Alfred and Tim kind of are know that Bruce would be done, done if they did take him there and he did, you know, um, reveal who he was. So I, I did like that part that she mentions and kind of makes that aware. So uh, she's taking care of Jack Drake, Tim's dad as well. And she's over at the um, at the Drake's house, and Bruce is like, "I need Chandra, I need Chandra." I'm like, first of all, what kind of entitled ass? She has other clients, <laughs> so he wheels himself down the road to his neighbor Jack Drake, and luckily he does because they're being kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> Why were they being kidnapped? Uh, we have not uh, found out yet, right? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. my guess is Bane knows who they are and who Tim is because he's smart. Oh, right, right, right. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. he's using them as collateral. Gotcha. Yeah. It's like this this person is helping broken Batman and also let's get at um, at Robin too. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bane, Bane is very, very smart. Well, yeah. and, and this moment where, <laughs> where Bruce rolls up on... Uh, <laughs> On the kidnapping, like it kind rolls of rolls up on yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of reinvigorates him. Like he does try. I mean, he he realizes his limitations that he's completely un not recovered. You know, in three days, um, but he tries to stop these guys uh, to the best of it. I mean, he gets one of them down, and then the next guy takes yeah. it out. But uh, seeing people in trouble. Uh, does bring that side of Bruce back around that, you know, we've seen him mm-hmm. now for two, three issues, just laying in bed whining. And, it, you know, he just, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good sign that he's going to eventually be back. Like, I, I like that it was there. Cause it's like, okay, he's not, he's not completely out. Um, but it also was clear that it's going to take a while before he actually can be Batman again taken away and him recovering from his bonk on the head uh he goes back even more to his roots like he's like okay well i'm a detective i can figure out where they went and so he starts piecing those clues together and he calls somebody to get some help uh and he calls oracle which i liked uh her being brought into this um this is kind of her big step back into the batman world when we did our oracle episode oh is it yeah, uh, when we did our Oracle episode, we talked about how she had gotten 
Barbara Gordon had been the the mystery uh, Oracle contact uh, that the Suicide Squad had been working with for years, mm. and uh, then it was revealed that it was Barbara Gordon, and now this is her being brought into the Batman world again. So he reaches out, and uh, she informs him that most likely they were taken to Santa Prisca, and that, that name is coming up uh, more and more often these days. So I'm over it. I'm over <laughs> Santa Prisca. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, no, that's that's good. I'm I'm glad it was Oracle because, I mean, on a very obvious level, her and Bruce have something in common right now, uh, their mode of transportation. And so I, I think it was it was good to get her back because they're going to need all the allies they can get. But also, it was a nice way of showing like, look, just because this happened to you, you can still be useful. Exactly. Yeah. I realized that I had my phone on mute the last like three minutes, and that's why you guys oh, not doing no. anything. <laughs> I tried to say, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was like trying to say something. Like, man, they're just like not talking. They're just talking over me. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we thought you went so, to go get snacks or something. So, no, yeah. Uh, Jig, you're saying I, I like how I wrote down how Bruce was doing actual detective work again. So I thought, what is he doing? Yeah. I thought that was good too. Yeah. When it was and something then, uh, during the, all the nightfall that they kept saying, like he didn't have time for, like he just had to be, he just had to react and he just had to keep going. And that was, that's what yeah. drained him. That's what led him to the end of his road before he faced Bane. Right. And now he's, he's taking a step back and be like, okay, I can figure this out. I can use, I may not have my body, but I still have my mind and I can, I can help. Right. And then, uh, when you mentioned Oracle, and you, I, I feel like you should have known she was coming back because you had a song that you sang and made up about that a while ago. <laughs> so, so, I'm not sure why you're right. She's the one. <laughs> but anyway, so, how does the song go? <laughs> we'll, it, we'll insert it here. The one. Bat girl, she's the one. Barbara Gordon, she's so fun. Bang bang. And do a ring. She's gonna be Oracle. Da 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 da. And I don't know how to rhyme. I'm sorry. So Bruce and uh, Alfred are gonna fly to Santa Prisca to try to save Tim's dad and Chandra. And you know, I wrote down a note. And I'm like, is Batman gonna use Venom to heal himself? So that I have know nothing of to come, but I just wrote that down. So is that going to, to be something that's gonna happen? But I don't know. Um. So we have a stowaway on board. Uh, yes, the the plane who um, sorry was told she was not allowed on, but decided to use the bathroom anyway, which is just bizarre. So we have Selena and then throws her skin tight body across the aisle of the airplane. Like, whoops! I'm stuck on here. Oh, I fell over. <laughs> Let me stick my ass out as far as possible. I am not ready to talk about next week's book. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that seems very tame, Ben, to next week's book. So, anyway. Oh, boy. No, so that stowaway, that stowaway is Selena Kyle. And this is actually, I feel like, sort of important because her and Bruce kind of have a, like, oh, nice to meet you. Oh, we met one other time. Okay. But this right. sort of felt like the beginning of them kind of getting to know each other out of costume. Granted, yeah. they don't know that the other one's wearing right. costume. 
but I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, I thought that was good too. Yeah, there seemed to be like an unspoken, a little bit of a history, but maybe maybe they were kind of getting a, a sense of each other. Um, you know, it wasn't just a, two strangers on a plane kind of thing. Um, and I was like, well, now, and Chris was like, oh, stay on. And I'm like, well, clearly you're not that interested in Chandra. Fucking Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> He's so awful. He's I wonder so if they'll awful. get married someday, Ben. I wonder. <laughs> We'll find out. <laughs> for, uh, for answer to that, go listen to our very uh, first episode. <laughs> <laughs> right, totally. Any other thoughts on the book, guys? Um, just uh, I'm glad you brought up Selena. That's yeah. all I wanted to get at at the end. Yeah, well, I really like uh, JPV. You, you guys talked about, or Aaron, you mentioned how Batman gives him access to the cave, and he's like, oh, and everything in it. I got a very much like right. a after that moment every time he was like no it's mine no all this is mine i'm the batman now i'm like it's like fucking golem like my precious yeah totally yeah totally got that impression thinking of lord of the rings right yeah totally so uh Um, would you guys recommend uh recommend these uh stories but let me ask you something what do you think of this Say it's all right. That was it's terrible. Right. Horrendous. I'm offended. I'm it's appalled. Right. That was awesome. Yes. Yes. I would recommend them. I've never read these. I'd read the the um, trade of Nightfall, the first one, but I've never gone past it. And I actually have a question. When does it start becoming Night Quest? So we are nearing uh, we are nearing the end of the Nightfall banner. Um, uh, we actually this is this takes us through Nightfall number seventeen, um, and it ends on night. So a couple more issues. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. So I would recommend this. Obviously, you have to have read the rest of Nightfall, but I, I, I think it's a really I think it's a really good tin story and i think that it's got nice moments with a lot of the supporting cast like the idiot bruce wayne and uh, alfred's great and he's got the criminals on paul so there's a lot that happens for sure nice yeah i would agree um i think ben when you mentioned near the beginning that you read it as a tim drake story with all the supporting cast i actually can kind of see that and i like it from that point of view um you know i like i like seeing john paul just kind of be unhinged as Batman and I'm sure it's going to get worse, which I'm looking forward to seeing. Uh, Bruce, you know, it's, yeah, hopefully he'll, maybe he'll come out of this a different Bruce or Batman eventually. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah. I think if you've read what we're doing and you're reading the nightfall, it's definitely worth, uh, worth continuing with. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a great, um, uh, look into all the individual pieces and where the characters are at mentally and emotionally after the events of, you know, Batman getting his back broken and them being right. able to keep him alive. But he he is not the same, and everybody around him is not the same because of that event. Like it wasn't just a single drop; it was you know the 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 wake that that moment has created in everybody's world is is now being shown right. and i i thought they handled a lot of the moments really well um especially batman's like you know the they didn't kill him 
they they killed Superman and Superman was absent for a long time uh-huh. until his triumphant return. But they didn't kill Batman, and so what would four months later? Yeah, what <laughs> what would what would happen if Batman lost and really really lost, and to see him broken down this way? Although it's whiny, although it's very oh woe is me. I I think it's a good. Um, diagnosis of that character because i think that's what would happen like he would feel completely defeated mm-hmm. and how how and if he can come back is what's going to help define him so um one one more yes. note before we sign off we uh we talked about the showcase issues that we skipped we also did skip um shadow of the bat 16 17 and 18 which happened in the middle of these episodes during the nightfall banner uh, those kind of tidy up what was going on with um, Jonathan Crane with Scarecrow during uh, after his escape and after his team up with Joker and they split and went different ways. When Aww. when JPV goes to when he gets the mantle, his first trip out by himself as Batman is against the Scarecrow during these three issues. Again, is it was the Scarecrow kind of just... spinoff sitcom? Didn't go well, I'm assuming. <laughs> it was yeah. Again, after the cancellation of the sitcom, I don't need to know what happens to him. I'm over it. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it was kind of one of those moments that just it could be plucked out. It, I mean, if you really like the Scarecrow, I think it's a, a worthwhile read, and you know it it shows even like the first issue after he has the Batman mantle. John Paul Valley is not the same as Bruce Wayne. But uh, I think really to get the the storyline going with him, uh, reading just the Batman and detective issues right now is enough to to get everybody's stance you know figured out. So, but cool. speaking of that, what's we're not going to read Batman or Detective Comics next week. <laughs> so, uh, so what's next? Next. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> so next week we are taking a look at the first. Uh, spinoff new title out of all this. Um, Catwoman gets her first ongoing series, and we're going to read ep- issues one and two of Catwoman mm-hmm. by uh, Jim Ballant. So uh, though oh, you can wow. find those in trade, or you can find them in single issue. And an ongoing, an ongoing story starring a female? I'm so excited. I'm sure it's going to be so empowering. I cannot wait. <laughs> it will be. <laughs> Yep, that's what it's going to be. The cat got my tongue, Aaron. I, I can tell. It's all done. <laughs> what we learn, Aaron? Oh, I thought you were going to blow it. I was hoping. It's that time again. To do another one of our cute little skits? No, it's time to learn the day's lesson. And to find out what it is, we turn to the Wheel of Batman. Wheel of Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. We learn, Ben. Give the bat suit to an unstable person. What could go wrong? <laughs> It'll be fine. That is great for the next, like, 12 issues or 12 episodes of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I don't know that the person who originally had the bat suit was all that stable to begin with. So, Yeah, probably. Probably that's pretty true. <laughs> it is possessed, you know. That's so, <laughs> for the Brotherhood of Batman, I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. I'll clean this mess up. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Jake, and just remember for next week, I didn't write any of these damn books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ben, the baby brother, your sunshine into Gotham. Have a great day. 
of bitter plants this is.